Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming with your host, Joe, and his guests, Stephen and Brett. Episode 22, Interview with Playful, and their game, Dino Duel. Hi, I'm Joe, and today we're going to talk with Stephen and Brett about their new game on Kickstarter, Dino Duel, and about their company, Playful. Yeah, so uh, my name is Stephen Caution, um, and this is my partner, Brett Foder. Brett Foder, here. We're the uh, creators of Dino Duel, um, also run a company called Playful, P-L-A-F-U-L. Okay. Uh, how did you guys found the company, or what, what inspired you? Yeah, so Stephen and I have known each other since as long as probably either of us can remember. Uh, we met back when we were just real young kids in a bowling league on Saturday mornings uh, and have been p- p- pretty much best friends for you know most of our lives. There was a period where uh, Stephen moved away to uh, work in the corporate world and uh, when he came back into Ohio, we kind of reconnected uh, through a bowling league, nonetheless. And uh, we, you know, basically how the company started was we were playing games before the bowling league would start on Tuesday nights. And um, eventually we, we just said, hey, this is kind of fun. Why don't we try to figure out how to make our own game? And uh, that's that's where the idea came from. That's where, you know, the the inkling of, a, of, of our own company kind of started out. Okay. So is this, is this your guys' first game? It is. Yeah. So we've got a couple games that are kind of in development, but this is the first one that we're actually publishing. Okay. How long have you been working on this one? Oh man, I think it's been the better part of, uh, almost two years. I'd say a very solid 18 months. And there was maybe a period within those 18 months where we kind of stepped away, let it ruminate and then came back to it. So, um, you know, long period of time for us to get it right. Play tested with tons of people, and the first iteration of the game totally different than uh, the current one. Yeah, we actually kind of started off um, with some game mechanics that we really liked, but as we play tested, it just kind of evolved into something simpler. You know, we started off, oh, we're going to have this awesome component of the game, and it's going to be super complex, and it's going to, you know, really catch people's eyes because it's so unique and different. Um, But eventually we kind of centered on the fact that we wanted the game to be, have a very high replay value, but not be overly complex to pick up and, and learn how to do in, you know, five minutes. So um, it's the type of game right now where you can learn the basics of gameplay in a very short period of time, you know, introduce it to a, to a family at a party, um, and, and have fun with it, but there's enough context and, and meat to the strategy of the game that if you really like the game, you can develop a pretty, uh, significant, you know, strategy portion of it and, and take it to a, a more hardcore gaming level, quote unquote. Okay. Now, when I watched your guys' uh, Kickstarter live video, uh, you mentioned that uh, Exploding Kittens is kind of what inspired you in this one? Exploding Kittens was kind of the genesis. Uh, the Exploding Kittens 
portion of that game, the Russian roulette component, was actually, you know, how we originally started Dino Duel with the extinctions, kind of wiping off all the dinos um, in place slash actually ending the game in some cases. And so uh, that was really a big part of the impetus was the ease of play on exploding kittens and the fun kind of mechanics of knocking folks out. Uh, really the most uh, compelling part of the game or the game mechanic that we love about the game is uh, taken kind of from risk, which would be the army battles. Um, and so that's essentially the function of the duels where you've got certain levels of dinos and that indicates how many dice you roll and the top die wins kind of in the battle. And so you could have a level one dino going up against a level three dino and that level one could still win. So uh, it, it kind of provides some, um, you know, random number generator type uh, randomness, but also uh, I think to Brett's point, there's a lot of nuance in how you play the cards when you play the cards for maximum value. Uh, and that's more the strategic part that, that takes a little bit longer. Yeah. I really like the, uh, the, the integration of the battling. That, that really seems like it really increases the replayability. Because Risk is one of my yeah. favorite games. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's one of mine, too. I grew up playing Risk a lot. And I think, so the other thing that, you know, Brett and I talked about is we wanted a game that kind of had really cool mechanics, but didn't, like, drag on. You know, I remember times when I was playing Risk and I would have, all I would have is Australia and I, it would go on for another hour, you know, and we're just like, this is this is not as fun as it was two hours ago. Um, so you, you still get that same momentum swing feeling in a duel where like, you know, you're an underdog, you shouldn't win the duel and then you somehow come out on top. And so that's that thrill and that rush is pretty cool. But the games are always generally lasting, you know, 15 to 20 minutes. And then as you add more cards. Cards like the expansion packs that we've released on Kickstarter, uh, the Dance Dance Dinos, and the As Seen on TV, you know, it just kind of elongates the game because the the game is finished when the draw pile is done. So um, you get some cool mechanics and fun momentum swings, but you don't have to draw it out for hours and hours. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, have an elongated experience, you can just shuffle up the deck and deal the cards out again. So, you know, it gives you that high replay value. Um, but it's the type of thing where, you know, if you're just sitting around somewhere trying to pass the time for a few minutes, you can probably squeeze in a game. Or if you want to make it a whole an evening out of it, you know, you can play a series of games in a row um, and give a, get a fresh experience every single time. You know, there's there's been times where, you know, Stephen and I have have played the game for hours and hours and hours just trying to play test through the game mechanics. And, you know, it'll go from one game just getting absolutely destroyed and being disheartened and feeling like, Oh, I never want to play this game again. And then the next game, you know, you just flip it on the, on its head and do the exact same thing to your opponent. So it's, uh, it's, it's pretty unique in that regard. What's the player count on this one? Yeah. So we've got it, uh, at two to four. And then we're saying as you add expansions, you can add additional two players per expansion. So, um, Right now, with what we'll release, you know, up to eight people if you've got two expansions, uh, but the core game, two to four, okay. and then eight plus uh, on the age range. Yeah, and you could also, you know, hypothetically get two copies of the game yeah. and then have, you know, an additional four players available. So even if you didn't have the expansions, 
you know, if, if you had two copies of the of the core game, you could still play with, you know, up to eight people. And, you know, on to infinity, however many you want to add, if, if that's your pleasure, I suppose. Okay. And you guys were talking expansions. So uh, are the expansions stretch goals or are they add-ons? Yeah, they're actually uh, part of the tiers that we have. So kind of we've got a core game tier, a core plus one expansion, core plus two. And then we've got a custom tier and some tiers after that that are like very high level. But um, the core plus a plus an expansion is kind of the first opportunity to get an expansion. And you can choose between either as seen on TV, where we basically satire some of the best as seen on TV products and make them dinos like ShamWow Dactyl or Snuggysaurus Rex or, um, you know, Proactive Pus or Thighmastersaurus or uh, Dance Dance Dino Pack, which layers in an additional kind of party element where when you play the card, you can also choose an opponent to have to do the dance move. Um, so, you know, you might see your father-in-law have to do the moonwalk or, uh, you know, your sister have to do the, uh, whip. What is it? Whip and the nene. Whip and the nene. Floss. Floss. There's a bunch of different ones in there. So, and you can take it or leave it. I mean, obviously, um, we had seen some feedback in, in the comments on the Kickstarter that, you know, maybe enticing people to do dance moves would be a deterrent from playing the game. Well, I mean... You know, I guess there's there's no law written in blood that you have to do right. whatever it is, um, but it definitely makes for a more, more interesting experience. I'll say. Oh, um, I think you guys should definitely change. write it in blood. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. exactly. Well, watching Stephen try to do the flosses is one of my favorite patterns. It's pretty good. I've got a seven-year-old son who's amazing at the floss. I just can't I can't move the hips and the arms at the same rate. So I don't know. Well, as a stretch goal, you should probably put out a video of that then. That's a good point. That is a very good point. Yeah, definitely. We also, um, we've kind of introduced, you know, one of our stretch goals, um, when we fully funded, uh, which was, I think Thursday, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the campaign's been live for, I think eight days now. Um, and we fully funded on Thursday. So that was, that was definitely really encouraging to see, you know, the level of support that we've gotten so far really, um, pushing us forward in the project here. But, um, one of the stretch goals that we unlocked just for being fully funded was a Kickstarter exclusive card, uh, which is called Kick Tops, and it will never be available, you know, in the retail version of the game that we that we end up uh, releasing at some point, probably later on this year. But um, it's got a, a crowdfunding quote unquote uh, theme for the for the ability of the Dino, where you can take an, uh, a fossil card from everybody's fossil pile and put it in yours. Um, so that was pretty cool. And then we've also introduced a second stretch goal um, at our uh, custom dino tier, which is the the core game two expansions, and you get to create your own dinosaur for the game. Um, if we reach that second stretch goal tier, which I think we set at 25K, um, we're going to introduce an additional expansion pack that will include all of the custom dinos that are created. So anybody that participates in that custom dino tier, they will also receive an expansion pack with, you know, all of the other uh, dinos that are created throughout the course of the campaign. Um, and that will also be a Kickstarter exclusive. We, you know, we'll never have that released as content um, for the retail version of the game. So definitely some cool stuff so far. We've got some other 
pretty interesting ideas that we uh, that we're going to throw up in an update here, probably either later today or or you know in the next couple of days here. But um, cool stuff moving forward here for sure. Okay, so you were talking about the custom dyno. Um, so is that if like I, I backed it at that level, um, but uh, if if I create a custom dyno, does that only go into my game or does it go into everybody's game? Because you kind of brushed on that a little bit. Yeah, so the way that we're doing it is you'll get a card of your dyno created. And if we hit the $25,000 tier, so will everyone else in that tier. So for instance, we've, I think got 22 or we might have 17 backers. I'm not sure exactly how many in that tier, but if we ultimately are greater than 25,000 in funding, you'll get yours and you'll get an expansion pack with everyone else's. Um, so it's kind of like a, you know, driving that community feel. And so everyone else in that tier will also get your card. And of course it's kind of up to the creator, um, being you on whether or not you want to share that content with others. But as long as people kind of sign off and give their consent, uh, those cards will kind of end up in a expansion booster pack that everyone in that tier and up will get. And if, if we don't hit our goal, yeah, if we don't hit the goal, then you'll get your custom dyno. Uh, you'll get two of your custom dyno cards that you'll add to your core deck or your core deck plus expansions. Wow. Yeah, who doesn't love being in a game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's Definitely. a really interesting component where people are actually getting to help create the game because you know they get their persona or whatever persona they want to create, but then also they get to create the mechanic that that you know, character does. So it's really cool in the sense that, you know, we created the base game and the base content, but, you know, essentially the community is driving a big part of what this expansion will look like and, uh, you know, what the components and benefits of the dinos will be. So, you know, you're essentially affecting the game by creating the dino. So it's cool. Yeah. And we're also, you know, we understand that not everybody who wants to create their own custom dino has experience, you know, creating games or game mechanics. Um, so we're we're working with everybody in that tier to make sure that you know not only is it something that visually is enticing and that they're proud of and that they're happy with, but also that within the functionality and the mechanics of the gameplay, that it works. You know that it's not overly ridiculous and unfair, but also that it's not you know too trivial and 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 uh, unimpactful. Um, in the in the scope of the game, so uh, I think it, it really is a, a unique thing to to offer backers. Um, and so far, we've had you know quite a few people participate at that level. So um, it seems like you know there's there's a lot of people out there that drill away. So do you have a limit on the custom characters uh, that that backer level? So we don't currently have a limit on that level. Um, we had a limit on the early bird, and then we had a limit on our all-inclusive vacation to Cleveland, which uh, we're having a hard time getting anyone to opt into, <laughs> surprisingly. Um, but, yeah, so we, we kind of leave it open. I think we want as many people in the community to be able to benefit from that tier as possible. Um, and we're going to probably, you know, Brett and I have talked about some other um, things that we want to, you know, provide to that tier as we, you know, get more funding over time. So more and more folks might want to ultimately end up in that tier. Okay. So who's doing the artwork? Yeah, we've got this amazing partner. Uh, his name's Keenan Hobson. He's out of British Columbia. Um, 
Prince Wales, Prince George. I don't know. One of them, something like that. some prince uh, in Canada, you know, the uh, royalty up there. So uh, he, yeah, we connected with him on a different project. Um, he kind of did some early artwork for us. And then uh, we kind of agreed to, to have him really do all of the illustrations um, for the whole game and, and all the custom illustrations for the, the custom tiers. So he's been a great partner. He's, He's awesome, and you know we'll continue working with him on other projects as well. Okay, cool. Uh, all the listeners want to—they want to hear your your pitch for this game. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we want to give them the pitch. <laughs> Do you want to start? You want me to start? The uh, tag team? Yeah, go ahead. All right, I'm going to start. So, Dino Duel. Besides being an amazingly uh, you know literation filled game, has uh, some amazing mechanics. You know we are uh, lifetime gamers. Brett and I grew up playing old school games like Pinochle. Not many listeners, I'm sure, have heard of that. But uh, we love card games. We love board games, and uh, we're really just two average Joes. You know, I work at Joanne Fabric and Craft, and Brett kind of works in the staffing industry, and uh, it's really cool to see folks kind of mobilize and support us and, uh, you know, creating the game that we've created. And, uh, we hope that your listeners would also kind of check us out and, uh, look at the gameplay video. Cause I think that gives you a really good idea of how to play and, um, you know, some of the momentum swings that happen through duels and stuff like that. So we would love for people to create custom dinos to help us actually build out the game and, uh, really just support, you know, what I would say is uh, small time inventors uh, as we, you know, get our foot in the door and uh, try and make more games like this. Yeah. And as far as, you know, a pitch on the actual game itself, um, you know, in a, in a 15 second elevator kind of thing, uh, it's a two to four player, 15 to 20 minute playthrough, family friendly content um, with, you know, dice rolling uh, and and card or card components. So, um very easy to pick up and learn in five minutes and also capable of, you know, becoming a more strategic, um, long-term gameplay, uh, type of, of endeavor. So that's, you know, in a nutshell, the basics of, of the actual game. And like Steven said, we got a lot of content on the Kickstarter campaign page, um, that, that gives much more in-depth playthrough. Uh, if you're interested, you know, definitely go check that out and it'll give you a, a pretty good understanding of, how the game mechanics work and, and what it looks like on on the tabletop. Okay, we'll put a link to your Kickstarter page on our website. Um, but do you guys have a website that uh, they can check out your stuff at? Or yeah, we do. Uh, so dinoduel.com. It's um, not fully, I'd say, content heavy, just because we we're driving most people to the Kickstarter page at this point. But over time, we'll continue to populate that website. And then, uh, you know, our, our company website, which is really just an email opt-in at this point, is Playful, P-L-A-F-U-L. But um, we've got several games that we're kind of in development on uh, that will want to be reaching out to other folks and get play tests and print and play stuff in people's hands. So if people are wanting to, like, start on the front end of game, uh, you know, development, we'd love to have your community involved. Yeah, and one of the really important things that you know, Steven and I have gone back and forth on for a while with, with our company specifically, not just Dino Duel, but um, the, the nature of, of our games is we wanted to have an appeal to gamers of all ages, mm-hmm. um, but we also want it to be 
family friendly content, right? So everything in in every game that we create will be, uh, you know, a lot of the playtesting that we've done has been in the age range of probably I would say like 16 to 25. Um, but we have done a lot of play testing with, with younger children as well. So it's, it's the type of thing where there's a lot of games out there that have, you know, the NSFW and, and the, the, the hilarity type content that's, um, gimmicky. Um, and, and we definitely had entertained that thought, but ultimately we want our games to be safe for, everybody in the family to play um, and, and something that really can bring the whole family together. So um, aside from, you know, the, the age component of just being able to read and comprehend in some of the game mechanics for Dino Duel, um, everything in the game will be, will be content that you can put in front of your children and still, you know, feel good and, and, and happy with. So. Okay. Did you guys hit any conventions with this or are you planning on hitting any conventions? Yeah, we went to um, actually went to Toy Fair um, probably too early, honestly, but uh, met a lot of really good uh, folks and potential partners and distributors, manufacturers and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, Brett and I are entertaining the thought of going to Origins, which might be sold out at this point. Yeah, I think they're um, waitlisted for exhibitors, but I think either way, like we'll pro- I'll I'll definitely go at least as a visitor. Um just to you know interact with some other game makers and and share the content with people that are there it's a huge convention um looking at gen con as well they're definitely sold out their wait list is over but um that looks like a pretty cool one i know pax was just um yeah it was this month yeah just recently this month yeah um so we're, we're definitely uh you know we're kind of new to the convention stuff because uh, as casual gamers, we we never really got that hardcore into it. But now that we're you know in the game creation space, um, definitely see the appeal of those types of events, and we'll be actively participating in them. You know, for the foreseeable future. Okay, cool. Have you guys checked out Geekway to the West at all? Well, yeah, is that uh, is that the board game geek uh, one or no? That's uh, it's St. Louis. It's kind of the um... I don't know if I'd call it the starter of the season. It's kind of a large, uh, okay. s- uh St. Charles is where it's at. Uh, I've gone okay. I went down there last year, a really big convention. Um, not probably Gen Con size, but, uh, it, as far as Midwest, one of the larger ones. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely check it out. That's, uh, May is this year. So I'm going down there. May. Um, it'd be, it'd be a cool convention. Uh, I, Found a couple Kickstarters down there last year that uh, um, I ended up funding and, and again, backing as a character in the game. That's probably my favorite part of games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. So, uh, did you guys have anything you else you want to add to the game? See. Sorry, what? Did you have anything else you'd like to add about the game or your company or anything like that for people to help you find you easier or just back your game? <laughs> Yeah, the the easiest way to find us is just Dino Duel. Um, you know, if you if you do a Google search right now, it'll take you right to the Kickstarter campaign page, um, or DinoDuel.com. You know, that'll that'll redirect straight to the campaign page as well. So those are probably the easiest ways. Cool. I think the other thing is, you know, Brett and I, um, as we founded Playful, our tagline is "Bring Fun to Life," and uh, you know, we've learned a lot of stuff 
through the Kickstarter, we, we kind of failed on a couple things on the Kickstarter. We've uh, kind of taken some licks here and there. So uh, other folks in the community that are interested in kind of trying to start a game or something like that, uh, we definitely want to help and be a resource um, and, you know, give advice and, and all that good stuff. I know there's a lot of really good resources online. I think sometimes just having a, an outlet to talk to somebody personally, you know, Brett and I are willing to have conversations, phone conversations or Skype conversations. So uh, it's a cool experience. You know, we've had a ton of fun and we've met a lot of cool people like yourself and, um, you know, gotten a lot of really good feedback on this would be cool or that would be cool. And so uh, I think we'd like to kind of pay it forward as well. So if any, any listeners are interested in starting a game, we'd be open to kind of having a conversation around, you know, what we've learned in ours. Definitely. That's awesome. I, that's the big thing about uh, the board game community is it seems like everyone's so helpful and they're willing to, to listen and, and take advice. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, I mean, even just through playtesting, we've probably gone through, you know, 15 different iterations of the game that have all been impacted by, you know, tons of people that we've met through the process. So it, it is, it's a, it's a really cool community. And uh, we're happy to be a part of it. I do want to point out one thing. During your guys' uh, pitch, you mentioned you were the Average Joes. <laughs> and now you're on Average Joes Gaming. Yes, exactly. So I, 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 uh, I got a chuckle funny. out of that when I was watching your Kickstarter video as well. So, but Yeah, it was, uh, it was predetermined that we would eventually come together here. Yes. <laughs> uh, I do appreciate you guys' time. And uh, I'll let you guys get to it because I'm sure you're busy with the Kickstarter. It is live, and uh, you guys did say it was funded as of yesterday. Is that correct? Uh, Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. So we're we're actually almost at 150 percent of funding right now, and our next stretch goal uh, would be what 250 percent, I think. Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I'm really happy for you guys' success, and I'm hoping that all these stretch goals just get blown out of the water and it becomes huge. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it. So if you'd like to check out Dino Duel, you can go to kickstarter.com and search for Dino Duel and look at their playthrough videos, uh, read a little bit about the game, and then you can see the different pledge levels. Um, You can also find a link at our website, averagejoesgamingpodcast.com, and we'll put a link to Dino Duel. Uh, The game has already been funded at 100%, and they're working on their stretch goals now. So, again, if you'd like to check out their game, it is Dino Duel. Let's hear from Amanda down at the Game Chest. Hi guys, this is Amanda with Game Chest in downtown Sioux Falls at the corner of 6th and Phillips. Game Chest is bringing people together, bringing Sioux Falls back to the table by forging a community of board game enthusiasts. Um, and encouraging people through events, our rental library, our used game selection, and um, just general game experience. We have events every day of the week that we are open, every day except for Monday. Um, And we encourage families and individuals to dive into this hobby and really spend time together. There's nothing quite like getting to know somebody better um, around the table and around a new game getting to know yourself a little bit better if you find out that maybe you know you're not so great at a game Uh, that's my experience at least so 
I really enjoy spending time with the people of Sioux Falls. I think that if you are looking for somebody new to spend time with, or you know, you're just wanting to try a different game, try a different group, try something new, um, you should check us out. We are downtown Phillips and Sixth, well, Phillips between Fifth and Sixth on the west side of the road in this giant building called the Jones Building. There's uh, several companies here, um, food, drinks, other retail businesses. Walk on in, we're in the very back of the building. Uh, we have play space, you're welcome to play here or just rent a game and take it home with you. Rent a game and grab a beer from the source and hang out with us here. Um, and then I also just wanted to say thank you to the Game Chess community for being so great. You guys have shown us that Sioux Falls and uh, the world really just needs more communities like this and we're super grateful for Sioux Falls for being so supportive of us. So check us out on Facebook, SF Game Chest, um, Twitter, Instagram, our website is sfgamechest.com. Just go to Facebook, it's better. And then our hours are uh, Tuesday through Thursday, 3 to 10, and then Friday, Saturday, 11 to 10. And then Sunday, we're here from 11 to 6. Sunday is typically Pokemon Day. If you play Pokemon or you don't play Pokemon, just keep in mind that we have Pokemon going on from 1 to 5 every Sunday. Um, so a lot of our seating is taken up by that. But you're always welcome to come and rent a game and play in the community space as well. We look forward to seeing you guys, and I hope you have a good day. Hey, do you want to play games for a good cause? Join Extra Life, a community of 50,000 gamers all over the world who play games to heal kids at Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Find out more at extra-life.org. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. You can join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming. Follow us at Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website, AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com, and find all of our information. Check out our Extra Life tab. And feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo, which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices, such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get in contact with us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com. You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thank you again for listening. <laughs>